What is going on? You are watching and listening to Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition. I'm your host, Stevie. We're here every Wednesday night with my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful, darling. How are you doing tonight? Really good. Pretty good here. This is episode 432, and we are in front of a live audience. We're here every Wednesday night on the Vocal platform, and we thank you for being here. So throughout this show, we want you to participate. Weigh in on hot topics. Give us your opinion. Simply say hi, all the above. Show us your dick. We do not discriminate. (laughs) That's a new thing there that I thought I'd just show. I mean, I'm okay with it. Put it in the comments. (laughs) Just saying, yeah. Let's get started for a jam-packed show. I can't wait for this one. You know, we love a follow-up to a show. And last Monday, Tuesday, when the show came out, episode 431, we were talking about drag race that is now on mtv and how essentially there's a show that's going to be following it called the real friends of weho it's kind of think the housewives but gay edition and it's caused a lot of flack and we were talking about the drama that it had caused Mm -hmm. including taking time out of drag race from 90 minutes to an hour. So now essentially you're gonna get one hour of Drag Race, then you're gonna get an hour of the new Real Friends of WeHo. Wait, and then the show is an hour? That is, no, that's way too long. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I, I don't mean so. to I'm, uh, oh, Jesus, help me. Okay. Yes, <laughs> so new, uh, let me just read then what they said. Okay, I, right. was par- I was paraphrasing everything, but now you got me a little concerned here. New oh. episodes of Drag Race season 15 will air for one hour, not 90 minutes, okay. which will be followed by The Real Friends of WeHo, which will then be followed by Untucked. So Cody, are you essentially getting your show... You're getting untucked like you always got, which is probably 30 minutes, correct? Uh You're getting your drag race, but instead of 90 minutes, it's now pared down to 60 minutes to make room for the real friends of WeHo. I would be mad at this as well, because if you turn anywhere on cable news, if you're watching, I'm serious, I think I was watching CNN the other day, and they were announcing Drag Race is now on MTV. Yeah, They are pushing it so big. What they're not pushing is that you're getting less of it. Yeah. The new drama uh, that is, there is a petition by nearly 20,000 fans that are saying we're unhappy with it, and they've oh, surpassed 20,000 signatures for at change.org. I'll put the petition up on tagspodcast.com so you could sign it as well, because I'm assuming you're going to be as pissed off as we are. I'm not even a super fan like Cody is, but this would piss me off because it's almost like MTV said they keep moving drag race around like Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Christ, what she, network is it on now? I don't even know. Party bottom, yes. And to be race. honest, Cody, <laughs> I had it set for VH1 in my DVR for so long that it's not recording. So I missed the first two episodes. I'm going to have to on demand it, which I can totally do. I'm a little bit not as excited to. I'm totally haven't watched any of the episodes. I get it. It's a maneuver for the show to move over to MTV, but to take away part of the show, this sucks. And I just think I'm glad there's this petition to have it move over there. So I'm really excited about that. What do you think about this petition? Are you signing it? Are you have you sent it out to 20,000 people so far? <laughs> yes, I have signed. I have sealed and delivered. Exactly. It is uh, it is already done. I'm checking up to make sure that we get our 25,000s. I'm actually lobbying for us to get this back because I, they can't deprive me of my drag race. People are already complaining about how short the runways are. You can't get what you need to get. They're adding more queens, but taking away time. It doesn't make sense to me. Make it make sense. 
And there's more than enough space on MTV's roster to have both the the not really real friends of of WeHo and 90 Minutes of Drag Race out there. I would be okay even if they split it up by having Drag Race first and then the real friends of WeHo and then having Untucked afterwards. So, yeah, sign the petition. Let's get this done. Yeah, and like we said on episode 431, real friends of WeHo better step it up and get good reviews because if not... They better cancel that show midway through the season and make it 90 minutes and with the real drag show and then pull up. Because if it's not pulling it in, we already <laughs> reported in that allegedly they're not wanting to film the cast of Real Friends of WeHo do not want to film with an OnlyFans star. And that's already saying to me that it's going to be a little generic, a little phoned in and i'd rather see my queens yeah. slay slay another day and not see this bullshit happen in front of us so i can't wait for the drama it's exciting <laughs> it's already started <laughs> well we are live and we want you to weigh in i see people like james on the platform hello james thank you lukey uh, excuse me, Lucky Lucas, I believe. Thank you. We says saying we look great. All right. Weigh in on the show here. Okay. Well, we talked about the rumors and I cannot help but talk about the celebration tour. But that's right. Madonna is officially on tour and she could not have celebrated this in a better way with a sit-down dinner in black and white, a la Truth or Dare, with the likes of A-lister friends like Amy Schumar, Judd Apatow, Diplo, Bob the Drag Queen, and one of my favorites from Hacks. Oh my gosh, I had her name up here a second ago. Uh, what is her name? I love her. Uh, well, anyway, it was a star-studded crew of people at a dinner party and she played truth or dare did you watch the video I cody watched, i watched the video i want to play truth or dare at a dinner party with copious amounts of alcohol i need this in my life this it looked like so much fun so much fun i mean she had diplo Somebody asked Diplo to stick his balls in his cocktail mm -hmm. and then drink the drink. And uh, I think it was somebody proved to it Jack that it was Jack Black proved yes. that, yes, he did do that, but you got to show Madonna. And then Judd <laughs> Apatow said, truth or dare, Madonna. And she said, dare. French kiss, tongue kiss, Jack Black, which yes. she did, which was amazing and legendary. And then she had Bob the Drag Queen take that Avion bottle and show us how you go down on it, which and he, he did like legendary. And he swallowed, which was brilliant. <laughs> and then ultimately it ended with uh, Amy Schumer asking the question, truth or dare? And Madonna, of course, said, dare. And she said, I dare you to go on tour and play all of your greatest hits of all time. Which what Madonna responded, you mean 40 years of music, four decades. And she said, yeah. Amy then went into La Isla Bonita. I love that song. Which Madonna chimed in. And then she said, do you think people would want to see that? Madonna asked the question and everyone said yes and they went into a whole chime around the table it was legendary you got to watch this I'll post this on tagspodcast.com it's a brilliant film if you will short film. short film yes it's so beautiful it's really fun and at the end of it Vogue starts playing and that's the end of it which is you know she's going on tour it's called the celebration tour I can't wait for it Cody, if you were going to the celebration tour, what would be the song or songs you'd want to hear out of Madonna? There are literally so many. I had a hard time narrowing it, narrowing it down. Of course, Vogue, because it's iconic. But 
of, of course she's going to sing that but my favorite ones are kind of the the lesser known singles i love cherish i no. love cherish and i love love La cherish i love la isla bonita and then she has to play hung up as long as she plays hung oh up, yeah and we'll be good to go yeah, and I for I love those great yeah. picks. We want to hear what you live. Who what would you want to hear live? We'll read it off on the show here today. We'll throughout the show. What would you want to hear Madonna sing? Forty years career, four decades. What songs would you want to hear? For me, I'm going to be excited for the early early years when I first got into Madonna as a oh. little kid. You know, one of my favorite songs of all time is "Lucky Star." It was the first oh. song. And it was badass. She had this dance routine in it. It was her brother was in it. That's when she had like the hair teased out and the bangles. I loved Lucky Star so much. But of course, everybody. I love that song, everybody. That's I love hot good one. You know she's gonna do holiday because she almost does it on every tour anyway. Oh, so yeah. and it's it's a celebration, so it's called the celebration tour. We're gonna get that. Borderline would be fun to hear, I think, because that was such an oldie but a goodie. And I remember doing dance routines with my gymnastic friends back in the day to that song. Mm -hmm. And then moving on, I mean, there's just going to be some music, of course. Uh, I loved erotica and all that period. So it's going to be fun. Justify my love. Oh, oh my gosh. For wow. you <laughs> to justify my love. <laughs> Lucky, Lucky Lucas says, "Like a prayer." Which, oh, of course. How can of we? Of course. That one? Yep. Papa, don't preach. Of course. So I she mean, has so many hits. How we're going to be there for a week? There's not enough time <laughs> to play all the hits. She said she's going to do as many as she can, and I'm so excited about it. All right, but here's the clincher. Back to drag queens. Bob the Drag Queen is opening for Madonna. And I'm so excited for that. This has went on the record as saying we have arrived. Jinx Monsoon on Broadway. Bob the Drag Queen opening for Madonna. Shea Coulee opening for Betty Who. We really are winning, one person wrote. And I happen to agree, Cody. This is really legendary, including, we don't have enough time to talk about it, but Anna Navarro in Miami this past weekend, yep. speaking up for drag queens, saying, fuck off uh, the governor. Drag queens have never shot anybody. Right. I stand with you. When Anna Navarro speaks, you listen. Right. She's like, This is the time right now. What do you feel about Bob the Drag Queen opening up for Madonna? And what does this say? So all of those things that you named were so are so amazing. I am I have a personal issue with Madonna and this and her having Oh really and her having Bob the Drag Queen as her opener because for Christmas. Let me tell you, my boyfriend got me a very thoughtful gift. He bought me Bob and Monet tickets uh, for their tour when they come when they come to when they were supposed to come to New York City. They were gonna go and have a lovely time. It's a beautiful Christmas gift, right? It's, it's so nice. Bob oh, and Monet. Let, let me guess. <laughs> they are no longer gonna do that because Bob basically got a better offer. It's better like you, offer. Oh my gosh. He got a yeah. better offer. He got a he better got, offer. Let's be real. Let's Bob be real. got a better offer. If we were on tour and Madonna offered me to go uh, and open for her, I would say, Steve, I'm so sorry. I would cancel our tour as well, honey. So I, I totally am 100% with you. Bob got a better offer, but I'm still a little upset. I'm allowed to be in my feelings right now. And I'll work it out with her. I'll just see her backstage, okay? Okay. <laughs> you know, one song I hope she maybe does, it's not like the biggest hit ever, was American Life. And I know I've told it on this show before, but I was in that music video. I got oh. cast. I got cast by Jamie, uh, her choreographer, Jamie. Mm -hmm. And... Jamie's doing this choreography for the new tour. Oh, fabulous. And I was cast in American Life, as well as another video for Madonna, too. And she remembered me 
from the first time because she she had a movie called Swept Away that we it was for MTV. Speaking mm-hmm. of MTV, and there was four of us, and we were her boy toys, and then we were in a Bel Air mansion, and we were just surrounding Madonna and giving her love, and we got. Burberry swimsuits, which was really fun. And she was cheeky and fun. But then she remembered me and cast me in American Life. And that was really fun. I know. So I secretly wanted to do that. So I have a little like, as much as I love Madonna, I always have, I worked with her. I got a paycheck. Mm -hmm. That makes me super happy. So yeah, I'm excited for this. This will be really, yeah. What's Eli saying before we... Uh, Eli says, I'm sure my eighth grade English teacher is going to be there. He was the biggest Madonna stan, and he all, Eli always loved that teacher's class. Love it. And it's causing pandemonium because everyone's everyone's going on tour right now. The Gays, there's an article in Queer Tea where it, that essentially says, oh my gosh, how much t- tickets going to go on sale is... Mm-hmm. Is what happened to Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster going to happen? And by the yeah. way, Cody, what happened with Taylor Swift and that? So what happened was Taylor Swift crashed Ticketmaster, their site, due to so many people wanting to hear her sing and dance live, which that part I don't understand. But people went on the site. There about 14 million users and bots tried to buy tickets, and therefore they didn't have enough space or volume they couldn't handle the volume and Ticketmaster crash basically so and what happens is also the bots are really concerning because the bots buy up the tickets and then they resell them at a much higher price so well yes and no and my theory on this little tidbit these are remember the days i remember the days back when the early the virgin tour madonna I went to, you had to stand in line and I went to Tower Records in Fremont, California and stood in line and you would have to stand in line in your city to get tickets and wherever you were at and people woke up at 4 a.m. to stand in line. Now you can get tickets closer to the show even. And yes, a lot of stub hubs buy the tickets and so forth, but you end up, you can find tickets. They might be a little pricey, but you can still find them at different tiers and you mm-hmm. can still see Renaissance, Taylor Swift, Madonna, Janet Jackson, Rihanna. You can see them all if you really want to. You might just not be as close as you thought you were going to be, but... One of the one of the tickets for Taylor Swift I read was eight hundred dollars, and it was all the way in the nosebleeds here in New York City. So okay, that's insane to me. Yeah, for eight hundred dollars, I better be sitting next to her on the stage. Like, girl, you better twirl. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we are live, and we got to move on to hot topics. And I couldn't help but talk about this next topic with White Lotus Star, which we want you to watch. Cody, season two of White Lotus. I'm on it. I am on it. <laughs> you, one of the stars of the show, Theo James who's so sexy, is eyeing and up for the role of the George Michael biopic, which I'm really excited because he looks like George Michael. You can envision Mm -hmm. it. I think it'll totally be a win-win. It looks like the script is in the writing right now. They both have Greek heritage, Mm -hmm. and I'm super excited. First of all, are you a George Michael fan, and would you see Theo James, could you see Theo James playing this role? I am the biggest George Michael fan. Okay, now. Ever. Okay. I love George Michael. He is probably my first celebrity crush. I've loved him since the 80s into the 90s. And then un- until, of course, his unfortunate death. I, yeah. I know every single song. I even auditioned for American Idol singing a George Michael song. What song? One more try. I had enough of danger and people on the streets. I love that song. Ooh. It was so good. 
You know, offline, I was telling you, of course you picked the schmaltzy one. Of course. That's a good I one. That's a really good one. It fits my my voice so well. I thought I was going to win American Idol singing George Michael songs. They were like, no, girl. We, But they turned down so many good singers. So I'm not even really frustrated or upset because they told a lot of amazing singers. So they were really going for a specific look, I feel of like. Of course. But, and good yeah. for you. I'm so glad. We didn't know that about Cody. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Oh, yes. I've well, always loved George Michael. Yes, and I hope the biopic does not steer clear of the early years with Wham. I'm all about. I love when he went on in his own. We want to see when he was fighting with being gay. We definitely want to see the bathroom stall issues when he went. I mean, we need all that. It and inspired he, outside. Oh, my God. Outside. <laughs> that is such a good song. That such a good song is. Yes. so. Oh, my God. It's so iconic. It's so. Yeah, we definitely I, do. Were you going to say something? I was going to say Theo James is is very lucky. He's one of the only actors I could see playing my Yog. Okay, that's his nickname. In case you you didn't know, I did not know. Say it again, Yog, no. because he's Greek. He's of Greek heritage, and his oh. actual name is I think it's Georgius, and Yog is the nickname. I love that. We did learn something about George Michael. Why well, I'm excited about this. I'm here for it. On um, while he was on Theo James, watch what happens live, and you know Andy Cohen. He gets people to divulge more than they ever want to. And one of the questions he asked Theo was, how would you describe yourself as a lover in three? <laughs> he said lover, but I said lover. I mean, better out of your mouth, I think. At a carry in Sex in the City in three words. So Theo James described himself, and you got to watch the video. I'll post this on tagspodcast.com as hungry, mm. explosive, oh. and fluid. Oh, those yeah. are like <laughs> great <laughs> adjectives that I wish I had in my repertoire. But I asked the question to you, Cody. Okay. Can you describe yourself as a lover in three words? Let's go with voracious, tender, and dominating. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yours yes. are similar to mine. Right? What? What are yours? Different, but voracious. Oh, oh say, no! Voracious. Say yours. No, you said oh, voracious. Voracious, I tender, and dominating. Okay, so I'll read you mine. Mine are insatiable. See, voracious, same thing. Directive, meaning I like to give direction to dominating. my partner. Yep, <laughs> and and submissive at the same. Ooh. So get this, Cody. I have this knack for directing my partner to make them dominant and make me submissive. Like, oh. do this, put your hand here, smack me here, and then they get into it. And all of a sudden, I, I, create, I directed a scene that I really wanted to experience. I did this the other day. And it was hot. It was, and I'm insatiable in a way where I mm -hmm. can't get enough of if I'm really into you, I want more and more and more and more. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. We're like two sides of the same coin, basically. <laughs> it's so funny because it is. Our first ones are the same, and then the, they, we switched the second two words. You did notice that, right? Yes. I mean, is, you did add tender in yours, which I know, I, but, su but submissive and tender, uh, they're kind of synonymous, but, yeah. but not really, but I get they're They have the same feeling to them. Let's say that. I love that. We want to hear, how do you describe yourself as a lover in three words? Let us know, particularly its live audience. Let us know. That's Lucky our favorite Lucas. part. Lucky Lucas says, we're like the top and the bottom of the same coin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lucky Lucas, how do you describe yourself in three words? We'll I, give need you the rest. I need three words, you guys. Yeah, we'll give you the rest of the episode to figure it out and let us know. All right, moving on. Uh, there were so many hot topics this week that I was so excited about. Okay, moving on. There... You may have heard of this, of a Tucson City Supervisor Board meeting mm -hmm. that went viral 
after supervisor Matt Hines was on a Zoom call and lo and behold for a nanosecond a boy in the background appeared in the background with really tidy black it looked like a speedo mm -hmm. riding high and then he lifted up his tank top to show off his torso which was He's really hot so yeah it was so brief so fast and then Supervisor Matt Hines blacked it out for a second and then he came back. Well, he Matt has gotten a lot of flack, particularly from the right, who have mm -hmm. said, who's the boy in the black panties? And he's gotten this whole flack for, you know, essentially, oops. But I tell you, Cody, it's very funny because I think we are in a new age right now where this kind of thing, everybody's working from home right now. Mm -hmm. And this is the new normal. Everybody's on a Zoom call. Everybody's doing this now. My friend who has a huge law office in Los Angeles just gave up his firm because everybody is working from home now. This is the new normal. And it's a funny story because anytime anybody, so my sister or my friend from LA who's a lawyer, they mm -hmm. come stay with me. They often are working from home. We're all working in the same studio here. And... I have a couple things. So my sister always says, can you take down that Tama Finland picture that's on the wall right now? And it's a really hot Tama Finland original numbered photograph where a huge guy is taking this huge dick with one guy that's placing the dick in the other guy's ass. And another guy is like laying back with the dick. It's mm -hmm. super hot. But she can have that on a Zoom call. And I mean, I'm like, absolutely, let's take it down. There's another picture of me that somebody drew me in leather clad, mm -hmm. BDSM, a la harness and all. And I sometimes have to take that down when, he's, when she's on a call. My friend recently came, though, and he was contorting his body to, to do a call. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are... He says, oh, I just don't know if I want all that in the background. I'm like, you know, you can ask me to take it down and I'll take it down. Like, we don't have to have that in the background. And so, <laughs> but it is what it is. But have you ever had been outed for having someone in the background? I mean, for our show, it would almost be a plus. Yeah. What are you wearing right now, Cody? <laughs> I love that you're, you asked me and like, you're like, I'm not going to let him wiggle out of this because we definitely talked about this. And <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we, I don't remember talking about this. First, I would like to say that this is a non-issue with this gentleman. We don't hold these types of things against other people who no. who this happens to remember the guy whose kid went crazy in the background and the nanny had to run into the into the room and and go grab him we didn't hold that against them we didn't hold it against do, have you ever seen the video of the guy that's uh, on a zoom call and he goes to get lotion and he's it looks like he's about to jack off and for everybody <laughs> yes yes the early, that was the early months of the pandemic yes it was hilarious it's probably a, uh, a setup it probably was a joke or something but still we didn't villainize that why are we villainizing gay people for living their gay lives and that's i'm gonna put that there thank but you i have you know what i keep this background here for a very good reason if my boyfriend were to walk in here in his underwear i, I don't want anybody to see it so but personally speaking i do never wear underwear i never wear pants on these on these calls on these when i'm actually hosting this show because i fully have my rupaul, RuPaul on because i want to be comfortable i have on my my pack underwear right now okay. which are bikini do you want to see boom chicka boom boom yes <laughs> <laughs> these i have on these they're cute oh. right here but yeah what what about you how are you what do you got what do you wear i'm comfortable with how i am and i'm i'm always good so oh, you yeah. always have no. on pants on the <laughs> i, I also the show? don't wear much and i've got my oh oh my 
<laughs> exactly and so i'm comfortable in this as well but of course our show is about gay sexuality and i think yeah. we're cool but i do think you're right for the right actually giving issues to this it's not you know there was jeffrey tubin on cnn that worked for the new yorker that was jacking got caught jacking off in between zoom calls that's a whole different story than just having like somebody in the background that's gonna happen yeah. and i think yeah you know that's ridiculous but i i totally wish i had the balls to be actually getting like a blowjob or a handy <laughs> or something while hosting this show because that would just make it so much better wouldn't you wouldn't it be such a great show if you could just i don't know i got a lot go i got a lot going on on my setup here i got lights too much going i on. got notes i got alcohol i don't know if i can handle that i could handle wearing what we we're wearing and showing you that i don't know if i can handle all that maybe it would be a little distraction maybe if it was getting played with then maybe not a full-on blowjob but just like a little bit of yeah, yeah, I tickling can. and touching, and so I'm gonna talk to Joe about that. Okay, I'm gonna write I'm that taking note requests, down. and Lucky Lucas watching <laughs> us live says, "So sexy, you guys rock!" Ah, oh, thank you. Thank he you. He also says the audience would be jealous. Oh my goodness, I don't know about that, but perhaps. And we thank you for that. Let us know what you think on that. Okay, moving on. There's an interesting story out there that was part of a TikTok video and they asked the question, can dentists really tell when you've been sucking dick? So according to a dentist on TikTok, they can tell when their patient has been performing a bit too much. Fellatio. Fellatio? Is that how you say it? Fella I think it's fellatio. Fellatio. Thank you. But it's I, with, your, with your accent and your, I know, your pronunciation. I'm, you know, I'm all over the place with my accent sometimes. In one video, a oh, dentist- it's wonderful. I love it. In one video, a dentist teased when your patient has a bruise on his palate and his girlfriend is also your patient, implying that the boyfriend of the female patient also gets a little man on man action on the side. The revelation that dentists can tell from bruising on your soft palate sent shockwaves through TikTok who were undoubtedly mortified. In one of the comments section, Jafet Cordero, who posted the video, clarified that bruises can take up two weeks to disappear oh, oh i have i have one right now actually <laughs> that i don't think it's I, now i know it's taking two weeks to go away but <laughs> okay your dentist knows already my dentist knows already that we're uh, i went to the dentist when i was calling myself celibate earlier this year earlier last year when I hadn't had any sexual escapades because mm -hmm. I broke my ankle and I was very slow to get back into the mix. So I went to the dentist after that and they were like, your teeth are great. We almost had to do nothing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> and you haven't had sex for two weeks because your palate is so Now <laughs> I do feel like my palate is bruised from my birthday weekend for sure. And I can only imagine if my proctologist saw me and <laughs> in the back. I also experienced a little bit of rough sex. And I like my three descriptive terms that I gave to me, directive and what was my other word that I said that I like? A submissive. Uh -huh. I experienced a little bit of bruising, like for some reason, Somebody the other day was hitting me on my chest and it's still bruised here. Somebody, my upper lip is a little swollen. Your upper lip? What is From a smacking. We from don't a, do the face. From a smacking. <laughs> and I we, think the problem is, spit. and spit as well. <laughs> I think, are you guilty of having rough sex or giving rough sex? Yes. And, yeah, I think it's 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 all fun in games until two, three days later when you've got a fat lip, a hole that's wider than it should be, a palate <laughs> that is bruised. I think those are war wounds. The best type of war they wounds. They kind of ever. are. They I really love it. kind of are. 
yeah the oh, the war of love i think that that's what it is the 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 wounds of the war of love oh my god that that is an album right there the war okay of, but not always love it's just down and dirty the war oh of, that's yeah. that's uh, the 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 back end of the album right there. <laughs> what do you have to say about rough sex? I am not. I don't no- normally get the bruises. I'm the one that is giving the bruises. I am a notorious spanker. Oh, okay. I, oftentimes, Joe. I'm sorry, baby. I I know that my handprint is constantly on your ass when it comes to, but he always tells me it's okay if it's not above the neck, if it's not a place that's visible. So yeah, that's where I I definitely get into more of my rough sex is below here, uh, below the neck and, and uh, below the belt. The ass is is the best part. If smacking an ass is cathartic. It really, really is. It makes me it for makes, you. It's heaven, basically for for me personally. Yes, I think that <clears throat> tying people up. So I know that people's wrists have been hurt from me. I I love rough sex. I just yeah, and I do too. And I'm one of those that. So I said directive and then submissives. You have to be careful though when you direct those to be the dominant that how far are they really going to go and you do end up with some war wounds yes safe words i think are really important because you can end up a little beat up and bruised up and i think safe words are super important for sure Mm -hmm. yeah oh my goodness maybe we should just call them love wounds Love wounds. Yes, exactly. And they heal. So <laughs> I know. But my upper mouth right now, I can feel what this dentist, what they're talking about with this TikTok dentist. I mean, yes, I'm, yeah. in, I'm a little bit in that moment right now. My throat. Have you ever gotten the thing where your throat is a little bit scratchy after sucking dick too? <laughs> yes. Oh yes. I. I. You know what? If I'm going to the dentist, then I know that I, they, they know because my pa- my palate is going to be constantly bruised. My throat is going to be a little bit scratchy sometimes. So yeah, never I, plan a dental appointment on Monday morning. Plan it on like <laughs> Wednesday. I think Wednesday is a good day to plan the dental appointment for a little time of healing. Because, yeah, Monday's not good. Tuesday's not good either. So just yeah. space it out. Especially if you've been sucking numerous dicks. Then the doctor can really tell. It's really, <laughs> really bruised. <laughs> Do these dicks have names on their dicks that we know of? Oh, my goodness. Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> well, we love giving advice on this show. And we love it when you write in. So you can always write in to us to ask us for sex or relationship advice. And you can do it by DMing us on at Tags Podcast. You can also do it by simply going to tagspodcast.com and emailing us via the website. But one of the ways we also do it is via Reddit threads. And on a recent Reddit thread, Ask Gay Bros Over 30, they asked the question, why is this so hard to understand? I am almost 40 years old. I've had sexual encounters with men of all ages. Generally, on apps, I try to be open to all types of men. However, I'm not sure if it's because I'm a bigger black man, but I find very young guys hitting on me often. Apparently, I give daddy vibes. To some, this would be great, but to me, I'm not a fan. I've had too many bad experiences with younger men, and I prefer not to repeat history. I don't want to add age restrictions to my profile, but I honestly like guys a little more experienced. I seem to be in the minority, but 18 to 25-year-olds just aren't interesting. Should I just be the asshole with age preference or accept my daddy fate and have fun? It's interesting, Cody, because I've had somebody recently call me. I just had a major birthday. I've Mm -hmm. said my age on this show before. I'm not about to say it again, but you can probably guess. The point being is, is that I've had people call me daddy zaddy recently. Mm -hmm. Zaddy, I'm not mad at because apparently zaddy 
is you have a little more swag to okay. your year into fashion. So somebody recently called me Zaddy and I was not offended by that. But it is what it is. I think maybe this guy is reading too much into those that are coming on to him. And maybe he needs to start, if he, if that's all that is coming on to him, then maybe he needs to go out more and start meeting people in the real world. Because I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't have age restrictions in general, particularly with just sex. Who cares, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that big of a deal to me. What's your advice to this guy on where he's at with all of this? Um, so I don't want to mitigate the whole he's a he's a bigger black guy and younger men are going to want to come out to him. I've had that kind of experience myself. I feel like a lot of younger men. I don't know if you have you had younger men that really come on to you. I feel like go ahead. What are you going to say? Uh, I don't. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Younger than but more like 10, 15 years, which I find I do well in that category of them being 10, 15 years younger than me sounds like he's talking about he's 40 and they are in the 20s Mm -hmm. yeah i've had a lot of 20 year olds come on to me which i think is just a product of getting older and aging and i think that a lot of younger guys really see how much wisdom and experience older men have and if they look good then why not have sex with them or want to get into a relationship with with them so i think that this is something that a lot of older men go through i think for this specific guy he could have the best of both worlds like you were saying if you were just having sex with somebody then i don't see a need to put an age restriction on something it sounds like to me that he wants something a little bit more so he should put aid restrictions on who he would actually like to date and that way he can have his sexual partners who which it can vary and who his dating partners who it fits into a a more mature age group and you don't have to say i want to only speak to people in the 25 to 58 year old age group, you can put, I I like more mature men. There's a softer way to say it. There's a softer way to say anything really. So. Yeah. And he's talking sexually, correct, Cody? Um, Uh, He's meeting people on the apps. And so he, he said, I've had sexual encounters with men of all ages. And then he goes on to say, apparently I give daddy vibes. He then says, I've had one too many bad experiences with younger men. So I'm oh. assuming he's talking about sexual experiences, but it's interesting that he's getting 18 to 25, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't assume that every 18 to 25 year old is bad sex. I yeah. mean, I don't know. The so He got 90 comments on this. Some of them, more recent comments, said, yeah, there really isn't a good reason not to lay it out ahead of time. It helps avoid wasting everyone's time. Somebody else wrote, I've started to get hit on a lot by twinks recently, and I'm definitely not interested. So they kind of agree. When, twi- when twinks hit on me, I just thank them for their interest and tell them I'm looking for guys my age. The... As someone purely into daddies, I get a decent amount of clapback, even though my username literally points it out. Somebody else wrote. Uh, there's all kinds of plenty of comments on this. Oh, yeah. I just think that for me, if it's just sexual, maybe this person needs to go out a little bit more and experience people in real time and not on the app so much and see That's what response idea. they get when they're out and about, because I do, like I've said on the show ad nauseum, I do so much better when I'm out and about in real time. And I tend to not do as well on the apps, although I haven't been on there in a long time. So it's hard to say, but yeah, I don't know. Um, People watching us live right now, Eli says, let's hope, uh, excuse me, I'll be 46 next month and my boyfriend is 28. Good for you, Eli. Ah, See, Eli. yeah. Don't be mad at the difference in ages. I think they can, it can be a good thing, right? You can definitely. Yeah. It's Especially, I think the point that I was trying to make, Cody, is that when it comes to sex, 
who cares about age so much? And mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe he's met a lot of un inexperienced underage guys, but I wouldn't put everyone in that category. I've met plenty of young guys that know exactly what they're doing. Oh, hence, me too. Hence my palate that's bruised <laughs> over the weekend. I'm convinced the guy that did this is of a very young age. And so I don't know that I wouldn't even categorize every young guy that is inexperienced if oh, you're yeah. just talking on a sexual platform. Oh, yeah. I, I, so one of my faults is that I'm always going to think that they're looking for uh, a romantic partner as well. So thank you for, for putting that out there as well, that, that maybe they're just looking for something sexual. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Where did you think he was coming from? Do you think he was coming from romantic or sexual? I thought that he was talking about any type of relationship with a with a person. So, but that's that's me on the apps. That's how I am. That's how I operate on the apps. So that's the only reason I would correct you on this is he said I'm almost forty. I've had sexual encounters with men of all ages. Was his yeah. opening statement. So that's where I think maybe he was talking sexually. And I agree with you. But I, yeah, I don't know. We need to follow up with him. Does he mean just sexual encounters or does he mean romantic relationships as well? Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. And absolutely. Out of the two other Reddit threads, Cody, which one were you feeling today? I'm going to let you feel oh. it out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you can read it. Okay. Um... What about the fell for a fake pro uh, profile on Grinder? I love it. Fabulous. So this Reddit user fell for a fake profile on Grinder, and anything that they should do, uh, they ask if there's anything they should do se to secure themselves. So long story short, they were they were dumb. Their words, not mine, and gave their <laughs> home address to a guy on Grinder, and they're now ninety nine percent certain it was a fake profile. They blocked them. Is there anything else that they ought to do from a security standpoint? Ooh, that's a tricky one, mm -hmm. too, because you can get yourself in a lot of, I mean, I wonder what they mean by fake profile, because once you give your info out there, yeah. do you think that this person was trying to have this person come over, and mm -hmm. then they realized later that it was fake, but now their address is out in the ether worlds? Mm-hmm. I can't even yeah. imagine because uh, maybe this person, and it doesn't really say in the Reddit profile, maybe they live in an area where it, it's not so friendly to gay people. So it sounds like they're really concerned for their security, their safety and security. So personally, honestly, in this instance, and this is not always my answer, uh, I would inform the police that there was possible, that uh, there's a possibility of them being attacked or what have you that you need to do what you need to do in order to protect yourself from being assaulted in this instance because yeah people are out there and they're doing crazy things in the world unfortunately yeah i think somebody else i was reading some of the threads on this and they were saying it makes me want to delete my grinder it may have been this person that actually wrote it Mm -hmm. They even wanted to delete it. I think they did contact the police. I was reading down the thread a little bit okay. more. And they said, the police said, block this person. But it doesn't change the fact that they've already given out their address. And that's out there. And maybe it's just fake and nothing's going to come of it. And it's probably, you're probably, hopefully, nine times out of ten going to be safe. Because it was just sort of somebody in nigeria that you know that is not in your hometown but, but on, go ahead on grinder if, if they gave out their address it would be somebody that was well maybe not necessarily because i think that they when i was on grinder a million moons ago <laughs> you could actually look up people in different areas as well so i, I Continue your thought. I apologize for calling. I just think the way things are right now, you got to be that much more diligent. And sorry to say, I think you've got to be your own advocate. I, we talk about it a, a lot on this show. I think it's, we say things like, 
give your neighbor, your friend, the info that somebody's coming over and check in with me within 20. These are sound superfluous, but these are real life war tactics that we yeah. have to meet somebody, say, meet me at the, uh, if you live in a metropolitan city, why can't you just meet them at a local bar if you live this is when you live in a metropolitan city if you don't live it what's to say why can't you meet me at a starbucks if they happen to be if it's yep. not two in the morning i'm just saying mm-hmm. um these are things that are, i i think are luxuries for people that live in metropolitan cities i get it when you don't by all means do not get in someone's car in the middle of the night and just assume that things are going to be okay in this climate. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't think we're there right now. I mean, one of the things that I liked about Sniffies, which we had Eli, who's yeah. the marketing manager of sniffies.com, which is less of a app but more of a platform on that you go on to is that you can meet people in certain spaces Mm -hmm. around wherever you're at and one of the places that i met somebody on sniffies he was a doorman in a building and he just wanted me to suck him off and it was really hot and i did do that but you can meet people in a in a neutral area where it's not going to be you're the next victim on csi yeah on Friday morning type thing. And so I just think, yeah. Yeah. And, and try not to beat yourself up uh, too much no. about giving it your information out because it does happen. I personally have been in Florida when I was staying at my girlfriend's house. Um, I went and got in some man's car from Grinder, and that could have been, I could have been the next person on the milk carton because it, it really is that serious out there. People are doing an un, they're doing wild things out there to, to us as LGBTQ people right now. So we need to do what we can do in order to protect ourselves. Lucky Lucas says, gotta get a door camera, which I totally, totally agree with. And when you're chatting, uh, prior to meeting, ask them for a specific photo of them doing a certain thing, like blowing a kiss or giving a thumbs up, something of that nature. And I think that's Ooh, wonderful advice. I you, think Lucky Lucas. That's a great one to say to to prove that it's them. Yeah, and that that they did exactly what you said. And ooh, that's a really good one. Thanks. Yeah, add great. that to the repertoire. I mean, you need these in your toolbox, unfortunately, in this day and age, when you meet up with people like this on the apps, on any of these. I just think it's where we're at right now. And it's, it's a sad state to to have to report on some of this stuff. But it's also, we want to keep everyone safe. Mm-hmm. And it's where we're at. And if this is how you choose to meet up with people using technology right now, which is brilliant... This is kind of where we are at and you want to maintain a veil of safety around yourself, at least to help yourself out like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Before we get to Thirst Trap is mm-hmm. back, which I'm super excited about. But before we get to Thirst Trap, there is a woman on TikTok who has <laughs> gone viral. And the video's gone viral because she has been partying with her gaze. I love this video so much. It went, it's called Parting with the Gaze. Ash Holm is a UK-based creator, presenter, and actress. And she has over 1 million TikTok followers. She also enjoys a good time. However, she apparently was unprepared for how hard some of her gay guys' friends like to party. Quote, the gays know how to party. I feel like Jennifer Coolidge is talking. (laughs) The gays know how to party. I've been partying with the gays for 10 days straight. I'm... A broken woman, she said. Holmes said she'd enjoyed going to a club after club after flagging at 3 a.m. She was told she couldn't possibly go to bed so early. 
quote, pull yourself together, the guest said. No. They go till 7 a.m. And they go straight to breakfast and they'll giggle and they'll say all in a day's work, she concluded. If you haven't partied with the gays, you haven't partied at all. And I am with her. This video was legendary and is so on point. I just experienced this on my birthday party. At my age, I was partying like it was 1999. And I had a friend of ours that I know she needs to keep up with me. And she did. Yes. And it was legendary my weekend. And we, I think the gays really know what we're doing. We're, we got licenses in partying. Oh, 100%. I think that's part of having your gay card. You definitely have to have your, uh, the first class that you take is partying. So you got to be down for the cause. And (laughs) I love this girl. She's so cute. And the way that she kind of just hypes all her friends up, it's just so amazing. So I really, really, really actually want to go to a party with her and all of her gay friends and be out till seven o'clock in the morning. I was there with you for your birthday. And I I was down, but I had to go to the work the next day. So uh, I was I had to leave early, unfortunately. But I really that's okay. You did you. you did well, and I'm happy you were there. Oleg, watching us live, says I'm a party planner for the last 16 years, and I love my party job. Exactly. We know what we're doing. We know how to plan a party. I used to be a party planner myself, so Ooh. I think that's where I parlayed into my own party status. And yeah, I mean, I will never give that up, especially when it's a birthday party, for sure. Okay, well, we are back with Straight Up Gay Porn's annual, every year they do, who was the thirstiest, who took the thirst trap pick of the week, and we are back with that, and it's our job to describe to you in an audio podcast because when this Mm -hmm. show gets repackaged why we picked the one we picked and i will post this on tagspodcast.com just to give you a little recap of who won 2022 2022 winner went to gael Kriok, who is so sexy and i voted for him i think he should have won my goodness beautiful dick beautiful face beautiful body all around it was tough, though, coming into the new year, going through these photos this week, Cody. And out of 26, I had a tough time picking who I thought was the winner for me. But I have mm-hmm. to say, Damien Remner Renner oh. uh-huh. was one of my favorites out of all of them. Damien's one of the top ones, and he's just taking this really great pick of himself. I just love the simplicity of his photo. His abs are on point. His face is on point. His dick is beautiful. He's just an all-around hottie. He gets my pick, but there were so many others, like Rex Lima, that I was totally into, and a few others. Who is? Oh, and Josh Malos is probably number three for me this week. But I only okay. can pick one. <laughs> And I think I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with Josh Malos. Oh, yeah? Josh Malos is your is your pick? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm going with Josh Malos. I'm just, I'm just calling it out. And you, by the way, everybody can pick on the Straight Up Gay Porn site. I'll post this on tagspodcast.com. I posted it for you guys live. Who are you picking, Cody? Um, first of all, I want to say, I 100% agree with you. Everybody on the list, they're coming back with a bang today. Uh, on this 2023. Episode. They are coming strong because everybody was beautiful. Everybody was so sexy. But And did you see Owen Hart take that dildo on the wall? I, I couldn't watch it. It was too much for me with my bruised <laughs> mouth right now. I thought it's going to be a reminder that I'm in pain right now. And I just couldn't watch it. He Sorry. swallowed that dildo like a Tic Tac. It I was bet. amazing. And he's I... probably bruised too and not going to his dentist for two <laughs> a month like I'm not. But fortunately, I went before. I'm good. Everybody, my teeth are good and clean. They're beautiful, darling. Um, <laughs> my vote goes to Damien Renner too. I picked Damien Renner because he is so cute. And it's, like you said, it's a mirror selfie. It's so simple. He's completely naked. Uh, Who did you pick? Damien Renner. Okay, he is at one, two, three, four. You're at number five right now. Okay. Um, Josh Malos, who I picked, is number two. 
if I had to pick a second, it would be Mr. Kent. Mr. Kent is absolutely gorgeous. Have you seen him? He's below your Damien Ren- Renner. But he's still gorgeous. Yes. I, no, they're all gorgeous. And then Dom King, too. Did you see Dom King? Oh, yes. Huge. They're yeah. all really good. What are the people so, saying? The people are saying that Schwirly is such a beautiful guy and Silas Brooks and Damien Renner. They're picking Damien Renner. Okay, I love it. This will be on taxpodcast.com, and it's part of Straight Up Gay Porn's annual Pick Your Favorite One, so you can pick your favorite one and vote. Don't forget to vote. Thank you for watching. You can always follow my co-host, Cody Maurice Doggett. He's a life coach. Follow him at KMD Coaching on Instagram. Also follow him on Instagram for his personal account, Mr. Maurice. Mr. Maurice, follow me. I am underscore Steve V or the show at Tags Podcast on all social media platforms. And we thank our live audience for watching us tonight. We really appreciate it. We've got some new tricks up our sleeve for the new year on our sixth year anniversary. And in the meantime, Cody, continue having hot gay sex. sex.